Hey ladies, it's your girl, Caitlin, and I am finally, okay, finally <laughs> back with another episode. It has been months. I don't even know how long it's been, honestly. Like, I really am the queen of overthinking procrastination, perfection, all this other bull crap. Um, so right now I am at home. Of course, I'm quarantined. I am going to try to refrain from talking about you know who because I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's just being oversaturated like everybody's talking about it. Um, I think that a lot of people, you know, it wouldn't be surprising for me to say how I feel about what's going on in the world right now because everybody's pretty much feeling it and I just kind of don't want to talk about it like it's just like ugh. so yeah I just kind of want to talk right so I'm back and in the past I would do episodes with an outline I would have like a topic and that's just sort of like you know that was the thing like a lot of other podcasters was doing that and like they would come on and you know talk about a specific thing and give for example a a four-step process on like how to overcome something right and that just doesn't work for me. Like, I absolutely love to talk. But when it when it comes down to having to um, develop a podcast episode with, like, all of the different mechanics, like, just being super, what do I want to say? You know, I just don't like to be super uptight when I talk, okay? I just want to get on here and talk to you guys like I talk to my best friends because, girl, we be talking, okay? <laughs> I know a lot of people out there, like, I do not understand people who don't like to talk on the phone. Like, I just don't. Like, how do you not like to talk on the phone? Now, I do sometimes get a little bit tired of talking on the phone, but, girl, what? Like, I, what? No, like I'm so happy that in this world we live in, we have unlimited minutes and we can just <laughs> talk for however long. Like me and my girlfriends will sit on the phone for hours upon hours upon hours and just talk. And our conversations are fruitful. Our conversations are, you know, relatable. And I just, I love it. Like I think that it's important to have people who you can call and who can validate your experience. Like, I feel like my friends are my cheerleaders. You know, they 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 root for me and they support me in most of the things that I experience in this life or I want to experience in this life. And I'm just super grateful for them. Like, um, yeah, I feel like this is all over the place, but... <laughs> I'm just so excited to be back, you guys. I know I'm probably talking super fast. It's because I am nervous. It's because I am super excited right now. And, um, yeah, so let me, first of all, let me tell y'all who I've been loving, right? So there's this girl on YouTube. It's several women on YouTube, okay? 
let me see if I can find her. So I have my computer right here. Okay, no, wait, let's rewind. Let me give y'all the real tea. So typically, well, no, preferably, I would love to have my microphone and record on my computer and edit. But my computer has been broken since sometime last year. Like probably since like maybe August, September, it has been broken. I don't know what happened to it. And so I don't know, like I just never felt the inspiration to go get it fixed. So I just never got it fixed. Um, but now I'm like, I wish I would have gotten it fixed, but that's okay. So I have a computer sitting right here and I have some things pulled up. So this is not going to, y'all not going to get no edited version of, 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 of this podcast. Okay. This is going to be just me talking because I love to talk and it's something that I can do. My baby is in their sleep, even though it's, it's kind of late, but he in their sleep and I just feel like talking. Okay. So that's what I was saying. Um, there is this girl on YouTube. If I could like really find, if I could find her really quick, um, it would be awesome. But this person, she, she talks a lot about politics and so I guess social, the social climate. Um, she's young, she's black and she's just super freaking smart. What is her name? And I also have been loving a lot of women who are with the, um, who are like pro brown, dark skin women, femininity, hypergamy, even though I'm not hypergamist right now, right now, you know, because I'm not dating, but I just love the idea of, of dating men who are, who at least meet, who are at least at your level or above, right? Like, I just absolutely love that. Um, I don't think I'm going to find her. Like, and she's not coming to me. Like, I literally have been watching all of her videos. I watched one yesterday where um, she did, like, a tour of her house. But I didn't watch all of it because... Anyway, okay, so while I'm finding this, I'm just talking. So the reason why I decided to start doing my my podcast like this is because sometimes, like, when I'm at work, I just literally like to put my headphones in and listen to someone in the background. And they don't even necessarily have to be talking about anything. It's just, you know... I don't know. It's just something about it. And so I was just like, you know, I don't think I'm the only person out there who is like that. Um, okay. Let me just say this, right? I don't know. Okay. If any of y'all have children who uses your YouTube, who you allow to use your YouTube, um, I'm going through my history and all I see is like freaking cartoons and stuff. It's annoying. I just need to get him his own. Okay, I found her. Her name is Tiana Empowers. Tiana, I hope I'm saying her name right. It might be Tayana. You just never really know. But um, I just absolutely love her content. And she's super cute. 
and stylish and um I just love the fact that she's into politics like I don't I'm not into politics and so I just love that she is and I feel like she's super relatable um and so like the most recent one the one that really got me um watching her was it was a recent video that she did about um COVID-19 the pandemic and how the government responded to it and the way that she explained the the way that she explained how the what the government is doing and what's going on right now was super super um understandable I got it I didn't have to um you know, think too hard in order to like really figure out what was going on within her video. I absolutely love that. Um, and yeah, she is an advocate for dark skinned brown girls. Like she literally, you know, keeps it real about how brown skinned women are treated in this country and how like, you know, um, we have to, we have to be okay with knowing that the experience that dark-skinned black women have versus the experience is different from the experience that light-skinned women have. Um, I hope that makes sense because I feel like I was all, all over the place. So I said that, <laughs> that dark-skinned women have totally different experiences than light-skinned women. And I think that that has been known, but it just has not been said until up, up until recently. And um, she is just one of the girls who I follow on YouTube who I can just listen to. I love her voice. Um, another girl that I listen to, which my bestie put on, shout out to her if she listens to this because she just, she, she, she messed with me, y'all. That's, that's my homie. Okay. Um, what is her name? Oh, Chrissy. Her name is Chrissy. Chrissy. Oh my goodness, y'all. Chrissy. Now Chrissy be lit. Okay. <laughs> Chrissy. She she still be classy, but she'll clap back real quick, okay? Like, she keeps it all the way 100. Her whole page is like, people actually hate her and feel like she um, is divisive with her. You know, she's, she's being divisive because of her content, but I absolutely love her. She is one of the women who... Um, talks about femininity as a dark-skinned woman because I think that is true. You know, I think that dark-skinned women weren't were more likely not taught how to be feminine women. Um, and she has the content. She she not only talks about the issue, but she has the solution, and that is amazing to me. Um, it's it's awesome to know. It's validating to know that. I can wear my natural hair and still be feminine and still um, get the respect and the love from men that, like all women, desire. Um, but, yeah, so I love her. And then, of course, there there are other people, too, like... Um, I think her name is Chloe and the pink peel. Um, I'm not familiar with everybody. My favorite is Chrissy. Um, but if y'all look her up, 
you know, she will lead y'all down the rabbit hole of um, femininity in women. What I would like to see more of is femininity in plus size women. Um, Chrissy, she is very candid, right? And so she um, talks a lot about how, you know, leveling up requires weight loss. Now, me personally, I don't believe that. I don't think that that is true. I think that there are men of means who love plus size women who would love to be with a plus size woman. And as a plus size woman, you can, you know, keep yourself up. You can be super feminine and get the get you know get the the love and attention and affection and all of that good stuff from men like I don't think that you necessarily have to lose weight in order to level up as she would say so that's you know and life is a buffet you take what you what you desire and you leave the rest and so but so that's where I disagree with her but all of her other content is pretty pretty good I really love it um but yeah, so lately, y'all, I have been doing a lot of research on um the anti-diet culture and body positivity. When I was in like the thick of like trying to lose weight and dieting and all of that stuff, like trying to be thin, um, I did come across like some people who were intuitive eaters, but they were only intuitive eaters to lose weight. The community that I have found are women who um, pretty much advocate for all body sizes. And, you know, they want society to know that it's unrealistic to expect for every woman to be thin, for every woman to be able to lose weight. I think I personally feel that our bodies are super smart and there is a there is something within most people who um there's something in most people where they cannot maintain um a large amount of weight loss. Now, I don't know everything about that, so I won't go into too much detail, but the information that I have found has been so liberating for me personally because um my experiences with dieting and my body and losing weight has not been great. Like the way that I would think about my body and the way that I internalized people telling me that um, I, I I needed to lose weight or, you know, me feeling like I needed to lose weight. Um, it just, it, I didn't internalize it as self-love. Um, when I would have those thoughts, it, it feels more like self-hate and that's not what I want to do in life. Like that's not the type of person that I want to be. I don't want to be someone who, who doesn't like her body. You know, I don't want to spend the rest of my life for however long I'm going to be here trying to lose weight or like going on these diets or even just simply wishing and hoping mentally that I 
I, I, I'm a person, you know, in a thinner body, like that's just not realistic for everybody. And that's okay. And I'm, I, me personally, I'm becoming more, um, accepting of that fact. Now, again, I don't know, I don't know everything about this community or these new concepts because it is all really new to me. You know, there is, um, there is something called HAZE, which is an acronym for health at every size. And it pretty much says that you can, you can be healthy, you can exercise, and you can eat fruits and vegetables and drink your water without the pursuit of weight loss being your main focus. And that's the thing. Like, my thing is this. I've, I, I, okay. Deep breath. Okay. I feel like the or this is my theory. I have a theory. My theory is this. So women have been told for so long that their bodies are bad. And when and and okay, and when we are born, we are not born thinking that our bodies are bad, right? And so when we are told that constantly, when, you know, we see the evidence and the way that we are treated within this society, within this culture, um, it can make people feel really crappy about their bodies. And if you feel crappy about your body, I think that you are less likely to treat your body well. You are less likely to eat healthy. You are less likely to to um, exercise. For me personally, you know, just doing the self-awareness work is like I I really couldn't. I found myself depressed and like having anxiety about my body to the point where I couldn't exercise or eat healthy because it was like, no, I hate my body so bad or my body is so bad that I hate it so much that it doesn't deserve (laughs) for me to treat it well. Like, no, if my body was thin, then I would, you know, exercise and I would eat healthier and stuff like that. Like that, that was the, um, that was the that was the story in my mind surrounding my body and it just wasn't healthy and i hope that that makes sense like i i kind of feel like i'm all i'm all over the place with that but that is what that that is how my experience has been with dieting and weight loss and you know thinking and being told that your body is bad or too big or whatever the case may be like it's just not healthy. And, you know, unfortunately, that culture is a part of our society. Like, um, the diet culture, or not the diet culture, I'm sorry, I keep saying culture, but the diet industry is a, was $7 billion. I think the last time I checked, it was like $7 billion. It's a $7 billion, um, um, industry. Sorry, y'all. I'm like thinking anyway, (laughs) but yeah, it's a $7 billion industry that, that feeds off of women's insecurities. It feeds off of women feeling as though that 
though their bodies are wrong. And it gives the false premise that you can, you have the power to change your body to that extent. Like to the extent that, you know, you can eat this amount of calories and lose weight. And the the bogus thing about all of that is that like, that okay when it comes to women and bigger bodies fat women plus size women whatever you call it um a when a fat woman or a plus size woman is told to lose weight she is given the remedies of someone who has or her no her remedy the solution that like a doctor would give someone who they feel needs to lose weight is the same so or the same habits that someone with anorexia has I hope that that made sense oh my gosh (laughs) y'all gotta bear with me okay because uh your girl I like to talk but sometimes I just be girl I got too many words it'd be so much in my mind that I don't even be knowing how to how to word it good grief but yeah like you know for example so one day I was scrolling on Instagram um, I think it was like right before the holiday, you know, Thanksgiving, that's when diet culture is like really heavy. You know, people are telling people how to combat overeating and stuff like that. And so one of the things that this one lady, she was a bodybuilder or something like that. She had a list of like ways to not overeat during the holidays and pretty much her entire list were qualities of someone someone with anorexia. So someone with anorexia avoids eating, right? Like they don't like their hunger. They despise it. They try everything in their power to um, dismiss it, to avoid it. And guess what diets do? <laughs> That's exactly what people who are big on like, weight loss and dieting like they tell people oh you should avoid your hunger and this is how drink coffee brush your teeth eat chew gum drink a whole lot of water like those are things that someone who has an eating disorder would do and it's just sad it's sad um and I know like most some people I don't know I feel like this is a topic that a lot of people don't understand um especially Especially, you know, if they are dieting because or if they still kind of believe in that, Um, because I've been there like a year ago, you could not tell me anything about no anti-diet culture or health at every size or body positivity. Girl, what? Hell no. Like, excuse my language, but it's like, no, girl, uh, uh-uh. you you. No, I need to get this weight off me. Okay. That's where my mind was at. But once I realized that I keep cycling, like I keep going through the same cycle over and over again, the the self-hate, the body hate, then I'll go on this, you know, whatever diet and during the diet, I will lose some weight. But still, when I'm looking in the mirror, I'm like, oof, I don't like my body. And finally, I just concluded that it's not my body. It's the thoughts that I'm having about my body. It's 
the stories that I've been told about my body. It's the experiences that I've been had, you know, that I've had about my body. Um, when, you know, growing up, when people would use my body to insult me, you know, that made me feel like my body was wrong and I needed to change it. And now I don't feel like that, or at least I'm, I'm working toward not feeling like that. I'm working more so on my thoughts. Like one of the things that I've been telling myself now is that, um, you know, when I have those constant negative thoughts about my body, I just remind myself that those thoughts have absolutely nothing to do with my body. My body is absolutely perfect. My, I have my lungs are working. My heart is beating. I got good functioning kidneys and limbs and arms. I can see, I can hear like, girl, my body is good. So it's not my body that's the issue. It's the way that I've been conditioned to think about my body. Um, the beliefs that I have around thinness, like thinness is the goal and it's you know something that you should strive for and everyone should be thin because thinness means that you're eating healthy, you're exercising and that's bull crap. <laughs> that is total bull crap. Like I have found so many people in this community. Like there's this one guy his brand is called 300 pounds and running. And he is literally, I mean, he doesn't know how much he weighs, but I mean, he's a, he's a big guy. He's a fat guy. He runs marathons. Legit. Like, look it up y'all. I'm not even lying. Like if you don't believe me, look it up. It's another girl. I think her name is like Lashante or something like that. She's also a plus size woman who runs marathons. Um, I think she's now right now training for a triathlon, um, so you see her working out daily, like, and to think that, you know, if she didn't show that she worked out daily on her Instagram, people would look at her and be like, oh, would, well, they would assume that she doesn't exercise or eat healthy. And when she's actually a bomb chef, like she puts her recipes on Instagram, and everything like it is amazing. Um, another popular person that we all know and love Lizzo you know um something was said about Lizzo recently that had everybody fussing and fighting but some of the points that were made were super valid you know they were talking to, oh uh it was Jillian Michaels when Jillian Michaels talked about pretty much like you know was like oh uh how to I don't want to talk about how she's going to get diabetes and high blood pressure, blood pressure and blah, 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 you know, just referring to her weight. And someone made a valid point. They was like, she works out. Like she's literally performing and dancing and playing, playing, you know, whatever instrument she plays like almost every other night or whatever. Like she does it a lot. And to think that just because she's not thin, that you would sort of, um, that her credit would be dismissed in a sense. Like she gets less credit because she's a fat woman. Like, really? Are you freaking kidding me? It's just, it's crazy y'all. And I know <laughs> that <laughs> most of y'all, <laughs> like most of y'all probably like, you know, listening, like what is this girl talking about? But I mean, Hey, that's my experience in life. And I guess I'm just at a point where it's like, 
it's okay for me to exist, you know? It's okay for me to be a little weird, a little eccentric, or, you know, to go against the grain. Like, I, you know, it's it's, it's a lot of, you carry a lot of shame when you feel like you should fit in into place, into, I guess, you know, social norms that you just don't fit in with. Like, this whole anti-diet culture health at every size is super new and it's super like man like you won't get a lot of people like a lot of people are still talking about diets (laughs) a lot of people are still talking about losing weight like I know this one lady at my job I love her to death um but she's in her 50s and she still talks about losing weight and her body in a way that you know she she's unsatisfied with and I'm like I don't want to be 50 years old unsatisfied with my body it's so much out there that I could be doing other than thinking about my freaking body. Like, are you kidding me? Girl, I don't care. I don't care. And another thing too, one of the things that I stopped doing is, or let me go, let me just tell y'all this. So in the past, I would equate my worth to my desirability. So if men wanted me, if they showed that they wanted me, then I would be like, oh girl, I'm good. And One of the statements that I said to one of my um, friends in the past was like, oh, you know, I feel like I want to lose weight, but, you know, man still be trying to talk to me. So, you know, I'm good. Like, I don't, you know, I don't care. And it's like, girl, what? (laughs) What? Like, I realized that that was me equating my worth and my desirability to my body size and you know to like men and all like it was just that's a mess it's a mess and it needed to be untangled like I don't like to think that you know my worth is um connected to a man a man wanting me or not like no because at the end of the day anyone who holds me as their center of attention whatever they think about me is their own story. So whether they like me, they don't like me, that's their story. You know, that's that's something that they have going on. And one another thing that I've picked up on is, you know, just knowing that um that even when people like me, I need to take that as a grain with the I need to take that with a grain of salt because if I'm really concerned about people liking me then I'm 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 just the same concerned about people not liking me and I don't want to live my life like that because at the end of the day how people feel about you really is about themselves like it really is about the story that they are telling about whatever experience they've had in their life and you can't control that like it just is what it is so uh, I don't know y'all I just feel like yeah this is I don't know I've been rambling I've been rambling but you know I just want to talk I think I'm going to end this episode here um I hope that you guys enjoyed my little talk my little rambles okay because this is just me this is how I talk I did drop a little cuss word in there so but don't judge me judge your mama because you know 
that it just is what it is okay so we will talk soon you guys <laughs> we probably talk sooner than later because your girl just i've been in a talking mood i've been in a really good mood i've been getting i i have been in a really great headspace and i have just decided that like i don't need to like <laughs> I don't need to be all perfect and professional on this podcast like that. It takes the fun out of it. It just like, no. And I'm in on top of that. I ain't nobody's teacher. Okay. Like I don't need to come up with fast ups on how to overcome something like girl. Look, y'all finna hear me talk. Okay. We going to talk. We can talk on Instagram. You know, y'all can give me y'all a little feedback or whatever the case may be. We can have a little discussion, agree, disagree, however, whatever. Just know that I'm still growing. I'm human. I'm learning. And I'm okay with that. So until next time, you guys. Bye.